Good morning, and welcome to The Mental Note with Dr. Darrell R. Pullard, the spiritual leader of today's church, Tampa Bay. so excited today that we are finishing up the book amen the king's domain kingdomology 101 uh, manifesting the kingdom right here and right now the second edition written by bishop a bernard hector and myself uh dr dora r pulley and we're on page number 86 today page number 86 in your book um and it says we got to read a little bit of 85 because it starts in the middle of the sentence. It says, um, according to the effectual, make every making increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. And so what Bishop Hector does is takes the fivefold purpose of human beings, which we talked about uh, yesterday, that, that there's power in the number five. We learned that there's power in the number five. And uh, as I left and I did the uh, mental note, I began to think about the name of Jesus. And the name of Jesus has five letters, J-E-S-U-S. -S. There's power in the number five, fivefold ministry. And so we see the fivefold purpose of human beings in Genesis chapter one, and we see fivefold ministry in Ephesians chapter four. So what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna talk about each one of these fivefold gifts um, and we're going to see the comparison. We're going to bring them together side by side and see how we are fulfilling the fivefold purpose of humanity through fivefold ministry. Can I say that again? We are fulfilling the fivefold purpose of humanity through fivefold ministry. I'm going to say that one more time. We are fulfilling the fivefold purpose of humanity through fivefold ministry. Now, they are in reverse as we see them and understand them. They're in reverse. Um, the fivefold ministry is apostle, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And today we're going to be talking about the teacher. And we're looking at page number um, 86 and it shows you this diagram at the top of 86 it says be fruitful and then we're being able to be fruitful through the fivefold ministry gift of the teacher and the teacher grows now in the old testament in genesis when it was telling them to be fruitful it was talking about in a natural sense uh to be fruitful to have babies <laughs> um that's what it was talking about and so our scripture for today is to look at uh, 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse number 8. 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse number 8. It says, if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you will never, that you will neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Again, that's 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse number 8. If these things be in you, what things? The things that were started in verse number 5. Um, Add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, to knowledge uh, temperance, to temperance patience, to patience godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. And if these things be in you and abound, 
they make you that you will neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And our subject for today is you're going to learn today. Yes, that's our subject. You're going to learn today. And so, as I was saying in Genesis chapter 1, when it said be fruitful, it was talking about a physical fruitfulness. It was talking about having babies. Um, and in the Old Testament, uh, if you were not, if you were a woman and you were not able to have children biologically or physically, you were considered barren. You were considered cursed. If there was something wrong with you, if you were not able to bring forth uh, physical children, uh, there was considered something wrong with a man. If a man was not able to make children, then there was something considered wrong with him that he was maybe he was cursed or he had sinned or there was some reason why he was not able to produce children. Or if a couple came together and um, the, the husband and wife were not able to reproduce, to be fruitful with having children together, there was considered something wrong with the marriage. So on an individual level, on a uh, corporate level, um, if there was not this being fruitful, then it was a sense that you were cursed because you were not having physical children. And so the fruitfulness that it was talking about in the Old Testament, it was talking about having babies, being fruitful, having children. Uh, because remember when this is being stated, they're living in an under or unpopulated earth. So they needed to have natural fruitfulness in order to for the earth to continue, in order for the earth to remain, in order to have the earth to be populated, they need to be fruitful, they need to have children. Um, and so some people still look at this in a very literal way that we need to be fruitful. We need to be making babies. Uh, for some people, they don't use birth control, uh, contraceptives. Uh, they used to call them prophylactics. <laughs> give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me a heart. You know, even in the Catholic Church, it was considered um, a, a sin if people use birth control because the purpose of human beings, as they understood it, was to be fruitful. So anything that you're doing that's not leading to having a baby, um, that was something wrong with it. Anything that you're doing that's not going to reproduce, then it was something wrong with it. It was considered a, a sin. I think it was um, a... Uh, um, it wasn't a mortal sin. There was another type of sin that they had. Come on, with my Catholic people, that you've been to confession, you know what I'm talking about. So there were different types. I think it's venial. Uh, there are different types of sins. And so if you were using uh, contraceptives or, or if a person had anything to do with it not being fruitful, if it was an abortion, um, if it was... Um, even with masturbation, all of these things were wrapped around this idea of being fruitful. And so if you were doing something that wasn't leading to reproducing or being fruitful and having children, Yes, there, there, there we go. Uh, Dr. Mondin, he put it in the chat. If you were doing something that was not leading to having children, to being fruitful, it was considered a sin. It, it may have been, even been an abomination. Even same um, gender-loving couples was considered, you know, one of the main reasons why people um, could not love who they love is because this relationship naturally doesn't pr uh, produce fruit. So these are the ideas that people have. And, um, and we're not, you know, condemning people or saying they're right or wrong, but I just desire for you to understand where this ideology comes from, that it's based upon this idea is that we got to be fruitful. We got to have children, you know, because we got to populate the earth. Well, today we live in an earth that is overpopulated. 
I mean, we've got more children that we can feed, clothe, and house, that we have been very fruitful. Um, and, and sometimes we're amazed at the fruitfulness of people. Um, I'm an only child, so um, that you know my parents weren't very fruitful. Um, and some couples are still carrying the shame. Some couples, um, some people individually, if I get to a certain age and I haven't had a baby, if there's something wrong with me, I get to a certain age and I haven't made a baby, there's something's wrong with me. But now we are, we are very fruitful. Um, that technology has caused us naturally to be more fruitful. That people are able uh, to freeze their eggs and be fruitful. That um, artificial insemin ins um, insemination uh, to be fruitful. Um, even have surrogates to be fruitful. I mean, there are all different kinds of ways that people are able to be fruitful today. We have so many um, children in, um, in foster care waiting to be adopted because we have been so fruitful. And so this idea of fruitfulness in the natural is, is, is where this Genesis text is coming from. But today, because of Jesus, the fruitfulness that we're talking about is not the fruitfulness of the flesh or the body. Yes, you know, it's good to have children. Blessed is the man, the woman, the person who has their quiver for. Yes, children are a heritage of the Lord. But the fruitfulness, the emphasis on fruitfulness today is not about the physical fruitfulness. Amen. Jesus is talking about being born again in John chapter 3, where Nicodemus said, um, can a man enter into his mother's womb a second time and be born? And Jesus said, no, I'm not talking about a physical birth. I'm not talking about a physical fruitfulness. But now we're talking about the fruit of the spirit. We're talking about the nature of God, the character of God being manifested in our lives. We're talking about us being able to bring more people um, into the knowledge of of this wonderful awareness of Christ in you, your hope of glory, of bringing people into the knowledge, the awareness of who Jesus is and that everything that Jesus Christ was, I am. That everything that Jesus Christ said about himself, I can say about myself. That everything that Jesus Christ did, I can do and even greater works. So the fruitfulness, because we're now focused on spirit, this is the day of the spirit. This is the day of the Holy Spirit. The fruitfulness that we're talking about is not a physical fruitfulness. That was of the Old Testament. Now, as we look at the fivefold ministry in the New Testament, the fruitfulness that we are producing is the nature and the character of God. The fruitfulness that we are producing is uh, bringing more people. The fruitfulness that we are producing is bringing increase, where we're able to have increase, abundance, overflow, and more than enough. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me a heart. If you realize that the fruitfulness that God is calling us to be is uh, the fruit of the spirit, the nature and character of God, the fruitfulness that God is calling us to manifest in the earth today. Day is bringing more people into this knowledge. The fruitfulness that God is calling us to manifest today is um, being more prosperous, being more fruitful. Amen. Being uh, having abundance and overflow. Amen. That that's the fruitfulness that God is calling for today. So through the fivefold ministry, through the gift of teaching, what causes us to be fruitful is teaching. The teacher grows the body. 
Let me tell you, if you desire to be more fruitful, if you desire to be more productive, that means that you're ready to get into some more teaching because teaching is what causes us to be fruitful. We're fruitful because of what we're learning. And my subject is you're going to learn today. What makes me fruitful is teaching. Come on, affirm that today. What makes me fruitful is teaching. And the more teaching that I am able to learn and receive, the more fruitful I am able to become. Teaching makes us fruitful. Teaching makes us productive. And so it is the teacher that grows the body, that causes us to be fruitful, that causes us to be productive. And that's where Peter said, if these things be in you, and he's talking about the nature, the character of God. He talked about patience and temperance, um, uh, brotherly love, uh, kindness. He talked about all of these characteristic things. It was about the nature and the character that was causing you to be fruitful. He said, if these things be in you and abound, they will make you that you will neither be barren, that you will not be unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So the day the fruitfulness that God is calling is not the physical fruitfulness of the body, and that's good, but that's not the focus. That if you have one child, two children, no children, it's okay. Keep building your character. Keep getting teaching and keep teaching others. The fruitfulness that God is calling for today, it is the fruitfulness of teaching. Teaching causes us to learn, to grow, to expand your consciousness, to be able to teach and to share with others. That's the fruitfulness that God is calling us to do. And people have been gifted. If you look in the scripture, there's a grace gift where some people are just natural born teachers. Um, if you look in the, the scripture, there's a five-fold ministry gift where people have been placed in the body and they have the mantle of teaching like Jesus did. The Bible says, never a man spake like this man. Who is this man? Because of his teaching. That's why Jesus was so fruitful because of his teaching. And that's why Christianity is still growing today because of the teaching. Teaching causes us to be fruitful. So I'm grateful for all the teachers in my life that cause me to be more fruitful. And let me tell you, you always need a spiritual teacher. You always need a spiritual leader to help you be more fruitful. Amen. Teaching helps me to be fruitful. That's why you need to enroll in a class. I used to have Sunday school. We don't have Sunday school like we used to. And then I believe that we can see how it's impacting us. We need mock classes where we... Um, where we're learning. We need Bible study. Amen. We need seminars and workshops. We need um, those uh, convocation studies where we're in deeply engaged. We need books because teaching is what's going to make us fruitful. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me a, high, a heart. All right. So pull it with number one. One part of teaching is learning where the teacher is teaching you new information and you are learning. Pulley point number one is learning. That's where you're receiving new information, illumination. Some people even call it revelation, where you're learning. And let me tell you, I love to learn new things, new ideas, new concepts, to be able to see things in a way that I've never seen them before. That's fruitful. When I am learning, I am fruitful. And that comes as a result of teaching that I am learning. And so I'm fruitful because I am learning and I'm open to learn. Amen. You never graduate from learning. We always need to be open to learning. Let me tell you, anybody can be your teacher. Any situation can be your teacher. Amen. Some of the people that you're having the most conflict with today, they are your teachers. 
Amen. So pull it, put it, but one, I'm fruitful because I am learning. I'm always learning. I'm always reading and studying and research. I'm always looking beyond the physical of my experience to get the deeper metaphysical uh, meaning of what I'm experiencing with my health, of what I'm experiencing with my relationships, of what I'm experiencing with my wealth. Amen. Pulley point number one is learning. And that's my subject. You're going to learn today. New information. I'm open. But many times we have chemicalization because we got new information. We got old information. Amen. And so when there's a learning, pulley point number two, there has to be also be an unlearning. Pulley point number two is unlearning. Many times what we have learning, the new information is conflicting with the old information. And so we have chemicalization, like an ice cream float, where you got these two things <coughs> that are chemicalizing. So pulley point number two is unlearning. You're going to learn today a part of us being fruitful, a part of what a teacher helps us do is to unlearn some things, to release and let go of ideas and beliefs that no longer work for you that no longer serve you well, that no longer cause you to be effective, that no longer cause you to be efficient, that no longer cause you to um, be excellent. Amen. That I'm unlearning some things, some things that I, that I was taught when I was a child don't work for me now. I'm unlearning some things that if two people can't make a baby, they shouldn't be married. I'm unlearning that. That, I, that, that I'm unlearning. I'm letting go of some of those traditions that are not effective, that are not efficient, that don't bring me to a place of excellence. A part of what a teacher helps us do is to unlearn some things. We just think that, that learning is just, that we're just getting more and more information, but you got some old stuff that you gotta release and let go. You cannot put new wine into old wine skins. So a part of what a teacher does is they help us learn new information. A part of what a teacher does is help us unlearn, release, and let go of old information that some of it wasn't even true. It's not that it doesn't work. It never worked. So I'm unlearning stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm unlearning stuff that never worked. Some of it was seasonal. It worked for a time. Some stuff, it never worked. And so you need to unlearn it. It never produced any fruit. It never made you a better person. It never helped you to help other people. It never brought you no increase. So you got to release what does not bring you increase. Can I say it again? You got to learn to release what doesn't bring you increase. Some of it never worked. It was myths. It was fables. It was old wives' tales. It was uh, erroneous ideas, limiting beliefs, faulty perceptions. And so I unlearned that. And the teacher, the anointing of the teacher, the gift of the teacher, causes you to be fruitful by unlearning some stuff. Amen. So I am fruitful because I am learning. Thank God for the teacher that's helping me learn. I am fruitful because I'm unlearning. I'm releasing and letting go of stuff that no longer works for me. I used to believe that, but I don't believe that no more. Amen. And pulley point number three, I am fruitful. And what the teacher helps me do is relearn. And this is one of my most challenging things is the relearning. Sometimes I feel like once I taught something, I'm done with it. Somebody else can teach it. 
Amen. But we also need relearning, which means that as you need to review, the Bible says to renew your mind and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I heard it, but I need to hear it again. I need to hear it differently. I need to look at it from a different perspective. And that's what a teacher is anointed to do, to help you be fruitful so that you can relearn some stuff. Lemetri, I got your book for you. <laughs> uh, call me, send me your address so I can send you your book. Uh, Reverend so what I'm saying to you is that what teachers are gifted to do is also to help us to relearn, to refresh, to restore, to renew, to revive things that we forgot. The Bible says, let us give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, least at any time we should let them slip. And so I'm relearning every day. I'm relearning the principles, the kingdom principles. I got to keep relearning that. Because, you know, it's a lot of information. Kingdom is a lot of information. Amen. I'm relearning the practices, you know, where I'm trying new practices and relearning. Oh, yeah, that's one of those 12 spiritual practices for the development of my soul. I'm relearning the promises so that I can see health and harmony and wealth manifested in my life. I'm relearning. There's some things that I heard before, the, 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 the creative process, the kingdom creative process. I remember, you, but I was relearning that. Amen. So we're constantly relearning that we are renewing our minds and getting re renewed with the information so that we can apply it to our lives so that the Holy Spirit can bring back to our remembrance those things which God has commanded us. And so you're going to learn today. You're going to get new information. You're going to unlearn and let go of old information that no longer works. And pulley point number three, you're going to relearn some things that you've forgotten. And what H. Emily Cady says, the primary cause of suffering is forgetfulness. We need to be reminded of who we are. We need to be reminded of what God has called us to do, be, and have in the earth. We need to be reminded. That's why we got reminders on our phone because we got to relearn some stuff. Hey, man, some stuff you knew that, oh, yeah, I heard that years ago. Let me relearn that. Let me refresh my memory, hey, man, so that I can use it. And so we're praising God for teachers today that help us fulfill the fivefold purpose of humanity to be fruitful. And it's not a fruitfulness after the flesh. Today it is a fruitfulness after the spirit. I love you so much. God bless you. Thank you so much for being a part of the daily download. You've been listening to The Mental Note with Dr. Darrell R. Pulley, the spiritual leader of today's church, Tampa Bay. For more information about today's church, visit us online at todayschurchtampabay.com.